This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> We're recording together. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Finally. Been weeks. Oh my God. Finally. It's so nice. We're just I, enjoying nice seltzer. We're seltzer instead of wine tonight. Fewer calories. Fewer, and fewer points. Yes, we went out for sushi tonight. So Caught good. up. Because we hadn't seen each other. Tomorrow would have been three weeks. We made it just under the three-week mark. Can I tell you a funny sushi story, though? So we, <laughs> <laughs> so we are at sushi, and we order... Like two rolls, I think, but then we ordered a little two hand rolls, thing. a little hand roll, and some edamame. And we were like, okay, well, we want to split like one more. And we'd like talked about it, but we were there for like hours too. And so all of a sudden, the waitress brings us the check, and, and we, we had to- <laughs> we're like, uh, no, we wanted to order more food. And she's like looking at us, like, what? Well, all right, you go, girls. <laughs> and we were like sitting there just dying. We were like, it was the funniest moment ever. And it, but honestly, that sushi is like. Uh, do we need to give them a shout out for any, or do we not want anybody to know about it? No. it's our place. I mean, there's not that many people that live around here that listen, but Himo Sushi in orange. It's so we good. We love it. They used to do all you can eat before COVID. I'm sure they'll bring it up back at some point, but it was like, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks. I don't even remember for all you can eat. Amazing. Which Stephanie just told me that like she was talking with somebody and they, like, on the East Coast, and they didn't even know, like, all-you-can-eat sushi was a thing. Yeah, like, my friend that I just went to go visit in D.C., I mentioned all-you-can-eat sushi, and she was like, I don't think we have that here. I was like, what? It's such a California such thing. such a popular like, thing. Like, all-you-can-eat sushi places are everywhere. Yeah, a sushi. And Yep. But now they at least, they do 50% off the entire menu. So we just went to town. It was so good. The, my so favorite, good. they have a roll that, like, you don't see on many other... Uh, menus. It's like the, what kind of paper do they use? It's the soy paper. It's a hand roll and it's called the gaga roll and it's like no rice, but it's just like every fish. It's so good. And I think avocado and like some crab meat. It's honestly like I would be happy if I went there and just had that. It was like, give me like 10 of them and I'd be happy. (laughs) So we just got back from sushi and now we just popped a seltzer and recording together. So exciting to be back together. Um, I know we had said that this episode was going to be with our guest, Taylor. Unfortunately, we had like a bunch of scheduling conflicts and stuff. So we're postponing that for a little bit. Hopefully that's going to be coming in the coming weeks and then we'll get that episode to you soon. But in the meantime, you just got me and Steph. Just us. (laughs) All right. So how was DC stuff? DC was so much fun. Like I... Had mentioned before, I've done all the DC stuff before. My friend Maggie lives there, so it was just like a foodie weekend Mm -hmm. and alcohol. (laughs) I had FOMO all weekend stuff. Your guys, oh my god, you guys went to the Diplomat, which I was like super jealous. That was like one of my like bucket list restaurants. Totally, I've always wanted to go there. And the French onion soup, dude! Holy cow! It was insane. Was there like a whole brick of cheese on it top was like of it. a whole brick of cheese it was freaking insane and that day honestly that day was crazy like that day we had um done a little bit of touristy stuff so mm-hmm. we walked and felt good we had a couple drinks on gotta the feel like bar. if you go to dc you feel like you have to go look at, at one like thing once yeah we did like the um monuments so we basically like parked and like walked from one like all the way to the other and then back and um had a couple drinks at a rooftop bar which was really pretty 
went back to Maggie's place for a little bit, and we were talking at the rooftop bar about Aperol spritz, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't like that. And she's like, yes, you do. Like, trust. And I was thinking of the wrong drink. So we made a couple of those when we got to our, back to our place. I do love them. So good. I know. That should have been your favorite. I, should, I was just week. thinking that. <laughs> and then we... So if you um, don't know what an Aperol spritz is, it's ugh. like it's like a grapefruit. It's kind of a bitter grapefruit like liquor with Prosecco. Like a slice of an orange and something else. What else is in it? Soda water like, or something. Club soda or something. Oh, yeah, because like we usually do it with uh, Topo Chico. Yes. So we had a couple of those. Then she pulls out, it's called a flabongo, which is basically a beer bong, but it's in a <laughs> Made out flamingo. of a plastic flamingo. <laughs> and so we're taking, like, beer bongs, and then we go to our dinner before dinner. So we're, like, right on the side of, this, of you know, the street, 14th Street, I think it was, in D.C., and we're sharing mac and cheese and having a cocktail on the sidewalk. And then we go to our dinner dinner at La Diplomat. I like this style <laughs> a lot. It doesn't sound like you guys had any fun it or was, any good oh food. Oh my and God, just all the good food. It was so much fun. I was like dying. Like I came home and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to watch what I eat. Maybe not drink so much. How about a little water in my life? Yeah. That would be good. What's water in a vegetable? <laughs> But no, so, it really was the best I mean, time. well, that kind of, I mean, I guess now's a good time. That, like, are you going to try to get back into Dub Dub now after feeling shitty? Are you just going to try to be better? Like, what is your I do agenda think, at the yes. moment? No, I came home. Like, I just overindulged, like, insane this weekend. Yeah. Just ate and drank everything and just, like, went and had all the fun. And I'm like, I have to get out of, like bucket mode yeah <laughs> like I've kind of just been like in like like how you were saying like a couple weeks ago like just this like comfortable like I feel like because I haven't gained a ton of weight like mm-hmm. on the scale it's like maybe in the five pound range or whatever in the past few months that I've kind of just been like I got this I yeah I'm not even gaining weight but it's like I'm not gaining weight on the scale but I see it in my body and like yeah. how my clothes fit and stuff and I'm like that's worse I would rather not when not see it on honestly, the scale and still the feel scale, good doesn't affect me it's when you're like these jeans aren't comfortable anymore and he's like i'm not comfortable in this outfit anymore where this used to be like and i can like see it in my face like my face is like one of the first places i can see it so i'm like oh you're getting like a little round again yeah (laughs) maybe it's you know and i've just been in like major effort mode and just like just doing all the things and no like I'm definitely ready to start tracking again not obsessively I'm never really an obsessive tracker but I think like tracking when I can and doing the most when I can yeah um is probably wise for me (laughs) (laughs) how is your what's your dub dub update I feel like I'm still like last we talked had I weighed in yet when we you were talking about not being able to make your weigh-in day so possibly to okay. do another day or skip it or do well, it Well, I lost 4.8 pounds after a week. Go, girl. Um, and then I've still, since then, tracked everything. I've, like, still been, like, 100% on track in a sense of tracking over this weekend. I mean, we did it, like, we went to an angel. Wait, no. That was the week before. What did I do this weekend? You went to a tiki bar this weekend. We did go to a tiki bar. And Great a birthday party. party. Yeah, we went to tiki bar for a date night. We went to a birthday party. So, like, I did go a little overboard Sunday with my points. So, but other than that, like, Monday, got back right on, trying to make up for that. And um, so I still feel good. I'm going to go tomorrow to my next weigh-in. So we'll see how it goes. I don't feel, like, as great because of the weekend, but I'm still, like, Fully staying on track, and with you my probably and feel so. great mentally, though. The fact that you're putting things in your tracker and thinking about things more, like even if the scale doesn't show exactly what you want it to show, like mentally, you probably are like, oh, a hundred percent. This weekend could have been way worse. Like, for example, like we had gone out um, for Mexican food over the weekend, and like Jeff and I had, um, we both had a margarita at dinner. Typically, we'll come home, we'll like watch a movie or something, and Jeff will make us cocktails, or I'll have a glass of wine or something. I decided, like, I'm just, uh, I ended up just, like, make, I poured, like, a seltzer over some ice, like, just kind of to feel like I was still yeah, having like a, a drink. mocktail. Exactly. And so I was just like, nope. So there was definitely things that I did differently that exactly. even two weeks ago I wouldn't have done. So I feel like that as a whole was, like, a big win, and I'm good enough with that. I so, am proud of you. Yeah. But, um, wait, back to DC real quick. Okay. I forgot to ask. <laughs> did you end up 
texting DC boyfriend? No, I have not talked I'm to I'm so D- proud of I you. Know. <laughs> I was proud Good. of myself. I have not talked to him in, it'll be two weeks tomorrow. And the last time I talked, I was very like, like, I was just like, what do you mean you can't like hang out in DC? Like, yeah. what do you mean you can't meet up with us for a drink? Like, yeah. we're friends. Like, you're that weird. And so I was like kind of butthurt. Like, I'm like, we're supposed to be friends and you won't even like, like come out with my friend and I and have like a drink. Yeah. Like, it's like nothing. So I was like really weirded out by that. And I just kind of didn't answer the last thing that he sent, like not to do the same thing, that, not to like ghost him like he did to me that pissed me off, but mainly just to be like, I don't want to talk to you before I go yeah. because I don't want it to like turn into a thing and I don't want to be any more bothered by it than like it has bothered me. And then I knew there, I'm like, I'm in the same city as him. Like I, I just want to have fun on this trip and like he creates thing like situations that are not fun for me. Sure. And so I just like got through it. And then even since being back home, I'm like, I just feel like that's like somebody that like as much as I want to continue having a relationship with because or a friendship with because he's like one of the only people I still talk to from like that period of my life or whatever. It's like, it's just so toxic. I agree for me. And I'm like, I, you're not, it's not, if you sat there and you had to make a list and be like, okay, what, like, what are like the positive things he's bringing to my life? Or what are like, like, why is this benefit friendship beneficial to me? Like, I don't feel like there's much. No, it's really not. It's not the same as it once was. And it's just, it like causes me more like annoyance and like grief and just being up feelings of like being upset than it does. Like, I mean, I don't know how to explain it more than that. I just think he, I just think that friendship is just, it's changed and it's not what it used to be. And like, I need to just move on with my life and stop letting it bother me. And with that, I don't think I ever need to ask again about DC boyfriends. <laughs> I really don't think you do. I think that's the end of it. <laughs> This chapter is closed. I will not bring him up ever again. And I'm just, I think that's good. I think you're being smart about that decision. And I do too. So that's good. But speaking of the boyfriends, <laughs> let's talk about, I mean, I know obviously since the last time we recorded, you've been in DC yep. for like five days. So it's like, I can't imagine there's much of an update, but we got to check in <laughs> and see if there's a Mr. Boss News update. <laughs> Yes, I think the last time I had said, um, like, I was at his house and we were hoping to maybe see each other, squeeze something in before I left for D.C. We did not. Like, I've mentioned his work week is crazy. Yeah. Um, And then I just got back on Monday and it's, or last night, and it's only Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) So, no, um, there's no update as far as, like, dates go, but things are still going really good. Like, we've had some really good conversations where I think we're both like on the same page and want this to go in the same direction and like being able to have those conversations like mm-hmm. we're like dating can be weird you feel like you don't like deserve to have those conversations yet or it's like too new well, I was or- gonna say that's huge because I will tell you like of the dozens of guys that I dated and like met through like online dating and stuff like most of them like weren't down to have like any type of like serious conversations right. about like where things are going and like what we're doing and how you're feeling about something. And so, I mean, I think that's like a really good sign that yeah, no, it you made guys me, are having those conversations at least. Exactly. It made me feel like really happy that he like was willing to have those conversations and like he kind of put my mind at ease about some things and I'm sure the same for him. So, um, no, it was definitely nice to have those conversations and I hope to have an update soon because I know I do miss him. <laughs> I know I feel bad. I, it's it's hard because it I know. Hard. I mean, I'm glad you were able to help because it's like hard. You're like newly dating somebody. You're like, I think I really like this person. I really enjoy spending time with them. So like, yeah, you want to see them like once a week or everything. So it's like super easy to just be like kind of bummed out when you're like totally. And I think those are just like normal human feelings to feel yeah. like bummed out if you, if you can't see him. And I, our schedules just have not aligned, period. Like yeah. his work schedule is crazy. My weekend social life schedule is crazy. And, and it has been definitely like you've been kind of over the top, like gone not typical. <laughs> like it's like this isn't your typical life. No, it just so happened to be insane. like all in the same like I was gone in like a five week period. I was gone for those weekends. Yeah. So should we go to Vegas this weekend? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I do think like even the next couple months are going to be hard as far as 
time with each other goes just because of his work schedule through the end of June. And then I'm going to be gone mid-June after 4th of July. Um, But there's, like, light at the end of the tunnel as far as, like, when his work starts to slow down a little bit and when I'm back for good and, you know, all those things. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I will give him this. He's so good at keeping in contact over text. Like, we text all the time. That's something I'm really grateful for because a lot of guys are not. And I get the feeling that it's not even his thing, Mm -hmm. honestly. But the fact that, like, he makes that effort to keep, even if we can't see each other, to, like, keep that line of communication going, like, that, yeah, it means a lot, so. And I mean, and you don't, and it's, I mean, based on things you've told me, it's, I mean, you feel confident and, like, when he's, like, you don't think, you're not having those, like, where it's, like, sometimes if a guy was, like, telling me, like, oh, he's super busy, where I'd be, like, oh, my God, he's, like, dating other people. No, not at all, yeah. That is the one thing about him. I do not get that vibe at all, and I would... I would be, like, the first one to say if I did. Sure. Oh, like, yeah. Like, if I thought he was, like, lying or just, like, dating a bunch of people or being shady about why he couldn't hang out, no. Like, I would be the first one to be, like, there's something going on with this, but I've never had those feelings. I've talked to you and other friends and told you everything, and you guys haven't, like, been, like, yeah. okay, you're crazy. Like, this yeah. is, he's... So, I really don't think that's it. I really do think he's just very into his job and really busy right now and I think it's just a period of time that sucks that it's like the beginning but it's just you got to get well, through that crazy if time. you guys can kind of just get through these next couple months when you're crazy out of towns <laughs> and his crazy work and then see how it goes this summer definitely um so this week we basically um we weren't sure what we were going to talk about because we kind of like had planned. We were doing a guest and then we weren't sure what we were going to talk about. So we decided to go on Instagram and Facebook and have you guys send us some questions. We got a bunch of them. So we're going to go through some of those. Before we get into the questions, let's take a quick break, take a word from our sponsor, and then we'll get into it. We want to tell you about Slim Chillers. These adult frozen cocktails and shooters are without all of those unforgiving calories, but still taste great. We are talking Slim Shooters that are only 20 calories and come in five great flavors like raspberry lemonade and coconut lime. They don't need to be frozen, come in a pack of 30, and are great for parties and tailgates. They also have a cream variety that are made with real cream and feature six delicious flavors at only 60 calories each. My personal favorite, oatmeal cookie. Besides Slim Shooters, they offer 100-calorie vodka skinny freezers and 114-calorie wine freezers, too. I can't wait to try the blackberry pomegranate sangria. Slim Chillers are available at select retailers, including Target, BevMo, and Walmart. Visit SlimChillers.com to purchase or to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. And we're back. All right, Steph. I haven't, Stephanie has a couple of them that she saw, but for the most part, she hasn't seen all of these questions. (laughs) So, um, and some of them are fun. Some like, there's no like real, like hard hitter. So I think some of them were duped though. Like some of them, like multiple people wanted to know the same. So we'll, um, we'll start with an easy one. All right. Somebody asked, how close do you ladies actually live from each other? Well, without traffic, I'd say about 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, like, I feel like going to your house, it'll take me, like, 30 to 35. And then, like, coming home at, like, 11 o'clock at night, it's, like, 20 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. That's about the same for me. It's, like, maybe, like, half an hour to get here and then going home when nobody's on the road. It's yeah. more of, closer to 20 and minutes. And mileage-wise, though, we're actually not far. We it's live far. close. But Stephanie lives in a city that is not freeway close <laughs> at all. It's really irritating. You like get so, off the freeway and you have to track on the streets to get to so my house. You don't even like I would say like we're probably what like 8 miles. Yes. We're like not far at all, but It's like red light, red light, red yeah, light, red light. It's just not all freeway for both of us. Exactly. <laughs> we could live closer. Just putting that I'm out. Waiting on it. <laughs> I'm waiting for something. I see a a Studio for rent in Orange and be like, Stephanie, come live here. Um, so next question. This was actually one we got like a few times. Um, what are some of your go-to low point WW foods or what are your favorite WW foods? So I guess some of like my go-to, it's more like meals than foods. Uh-huh. But um, so I'm on WW Blue. So I love... It's the only thing I've ever done. I started, <laughs> I started on freestyle. 
and it worked for me and I just like I hated freestyle I'm like See, a I creature. started before freestyle exactly and I'm like a creature of habit so it's what I knew I didn't feel like I could learn something new I like the zero point foods so I love eggs I love chicken I love fish I like all of those uh-huh. foods that you can like bulk up a meal with for zero points and then mm-hmm. have rice with your fish yeah. or something like that like I loved that about blue so I would say, um, like, one of my favorite go-to um, breakfasts is just plain non- non-fat Greek yogurt. Me that too. That I sweeten with a little bit of stevia. Yep. And Some I put, frozen like, frozen berries. berries. Yep. Sometimes I'll drizzle. So that'll be zero points. If I want to add a couple points, I'll either put a tiny bit of granola or, like, I'll drizzle some PB2. Uh-huh. Or some Lily's chocolate chips oh, is another one yes. I'll add to it. That's so, my probably, not as much since working from home, but when I was working, like, going to work. That was so easy to pack. Oh, yeah. I would pack them in a little, like, my little Tupperware containers, and I would bring those to work every day. Yes. Um, lunches working from home, I would say, like, a lot of my lunches working from home revolve around eggs. Yeah. Um, when I work in the office, it's a lot of, like, snacky lunches. So I like doing, like, turkey with, like, a laughing cow with, like, uh-huh. mini pretzels. And I like dipping the mini pretzels That's in the laughing cow. Oh, yeah. my God. Why are we, like, twins? I would totally. Because, so when from working from home, like, I'm... And if I told Jeff, to, and I think I've talked about this before, if I told Jeff, like, you do you for lunch, I'll do me, like, he would be fine with that. Totally. But that would mean he would, like, go out to eat and stuff, and I'd be like, oh, cool, I'm eating turkey wraps. <laughs> like, fun, I want In-N-Out or whatever. <laughs> but um, because we both work from home, we both, I, like, prepare lunches. But, like, when I was, I had my thing, it used to, I used to use the hashtag, Lala's Lunchables, Aww. and I would make my little, I'd call them Lunchables because they were in, like, the little meal prep kits that yep. are like sectioned like the off box looking ones exactly and so I would and I loved making like little yeah like some turkey and a laughing cow and some pretzel crisps and like some strawberries and like and oh and be- cotton candy grapes during cotton candy <gasps> grape season is that I think it's like season? I just saw somebody post they saw them at Costco or Sam's or something within Dude, the last week so it's coming that I can't wait. That's another one of my... Just even if I wasn't on WW, that's like... They're so good. It, they literally taste like cotton candy. They're it so blows my mind. Good. I'm like, they have to be injected oh with something. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, okay, what about your dinners? Sorry, Dinner, I keep so, Okay, you. so previously, before COVID, I did a lot of like meal prep for dinners because mm-hmm. I would get home from like work and working out and just be like, ugh, I don't want to cook. So All I, I remember... I was going to say, all I remember from my early days of following Steph <laughs> is her making salsa chicken again. That and girl it's so easy. It. I haven't made it in so long. It's and it so really easy. is so easy and so it's good and so versatile. and a jar of salsa on it, and you cook it, and you shred it when it's done, and then you can do quesadillas and tacos and burrito bowls, and you can put it on salad, and you can eat it by yep. itself. Like, And you do that in the crock pot, and it's it, like, so it is seriously good. the easiest thing, and it's so good. I haven't been that It cracked me up. Because speaking of Taylor, who, you know, she, we're hoping she'll be on in a few weeks, she would make fun of me for it. Because <laughs> I would always make salsa chicken, and she would be like, fire up the crock pot. It's salsa chicken time. <laughs> you so literally, thing. week to week. Oh, week to week. And my ex used to, like, he used to make nachos with his. Like, oh. like he literally lived off nachos. Yeah. That was, like, his thing. <laughs> and so that was, like, our weeknight. It just was, like, it's there. We can make whatever we want out of it. We have, like... Mm-hmm. All these options. I mean, you can put on a baked potato. You can literally do anything yeah, with it. And the actual, like, p- protein portion of it, the salsa chicken, is zero points. Yeah. Unless you use some super sugary salsa. So that was my thing. I haven't done that in a long time. If you haven't noticed, I've been going out to eat a lot lately <laughs> <laughs> for dinner. So um, I do need to get back into a routine of um, cooking more at home. I've been thinking about trying, like, some of the meal service things like a because it's easy you can very easily like plug it into your app ahead of time and know how many points you're spending uh-huh. during the day and then also like it kind of just I feel like gets me back into the habit of cooking mm-hmm. like it's been so long since I've like sat there and chopped something and yeah cooked something and whatever and I'm like that would be a good way for like them to send everything you need so that you don't buy like things you don't need yeah and just like to get back in the habit of cooking and then I don't know that I would want to do that like forever but I think to help even me get if you back did it into like just it, once a month, it would just get your like get you cooking, get your exactly. creative juices flowing, and things like that. But exactly, or even if you did something like freshly, where those are like the ones that are already like you don't have to cook them, which I yes. know isn't really helping with that. 
But it might even just like give you ideas of and it things keeps you to home. make for it's yourself. Like, stay home and eat. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, I paid seven dollars yes. for this meal sitting in the fridge. I better heat it up and eat it. Exactly. I hear those are really good. I haven't freshly is one I haven't done yet. Oh, and I have to share my favorite dessert. So my go-to dessert or snack is so I buy these pomegranate seeds. <laughs> From Trader Joe's, <laughs> and then I put the mini chocolate chips in it. Oh my gosh, that combination is like mind blowing. It's so awesome. good. Um, I, I love it. That. I have not done that. I used to do uh, raspberries with. Oh my god, I love raspberries. Me too. That makes with me want to go buy raspberries chips. right now. So good. So good. So me, on the other hand, I'm actually a Weight Watcher green person. Yes. Because so I've been on Dub Dub longer than you. So before freestyle, it was. Smart points? I don't remember what they called it. Um, but which was basically the same thing as the green plan. So I had lost my 100 pounds. I hit 100 pounds, I think, uh, one or two months into freestyle. Struggled with it because I didn't eat a lot of zero point foods. So it was basically like I had my routine of, hey, this is what I eat every day. But then they changed the plan and they took away like 15, 20 points from me. And I was like, but, but, but this is what I want to eat every day. Like, oh. so now I have to change it. So I started like having to really switch it up. So then once they introduced the plan of the green, purple, blue, I was like, yes. So back I, to green. I went back to green. I've been a green ever since. I've never even tried purple. I, to me, I could only do purple if I was home every day. Exactly. Like green is definitely made for my lifestyle of like, going out to eat a lot and stuff because you get the most points to do with as you please. And purple's also not something that would be easy for somebody that likes, you know, to have cocktails once in a while. Oh, 100%. There goes all your points And I like, I just, I like to have to track my portions where purple exactly. is like, have all this, have as much as you want. Unlimited potatoes, unlimited, unlimited brown But you rice. still have to have, like, self-control with exactly. it. Exactly. But yeah, so I've been with green... My go-to breakfast has been the same as yours, like the um, the yogurt bowls. Greek yogurt bowls. Um, and but my big thing is, I like I can't say I have like favorite WW foods because like the whole thing with me in joining WW and like making it like a forever thing for me because it really does have to be. Whatever I, whether it is WW or not, I have to do something forever. Right. Because it's clear that the second I don't, I gain weight. So um, with WW, I love that I don't have to eat only diety food. I don't like a lot of diety foods. Exactly. So I want to be able to eat what I want, but make better decisions here and there. And the, about also with like the quantity of it and stuff. And just still enjoy the things I want to eat and not feel like I'm going on a diet. Exactly. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I can't say like I have a ton of like favorite WW foods. I definitely have like, which I thought it should have thought of, but I know I'm sure I have like tons of like recipes that I really do love. Like, like Jerry, like cravings, like she has so many recipes, like I love and everything, but that's just like recipes as far as like specific foods. Like, I feel like I used to, I feel like I used to have a lot more like favorite protein bars and favorite this. And I'm like, I don't buy like those same like I don't I used to buy the fiber one bars all the time I never buy them anymore I used to buy built bars I never buy them anymore I used to buy like all these like those cookies and products. cream bars those were good though are the, they built bar cookies no the cookies and cream from Trader oh Joe's. the bear bear bells I even stopped buying those like all these like same snap maybe when I go back to work those will be things that yeah. I start buying again because you need things like that just to like throw in your purse to go to work or whatever but working from home like a lot of those snacky things yeah I I guess I do still have, like, the staples, though. Like, there's always going to be Greek yogurt in my freezer or in my fridge. Yes. There's always going to be laughing cow wedges in my fridge. Yep. Because they're one point, they're delicious, and they're great to have with, like, some pretzels or pretzel crisps or veggies or on a sandwich or, like, they're so versatile. Um, Even the carb counter tortillas. Those never had them. So the carb counter tortillas are so good. They're only one point, and they don't taste like what you would think a one-point tortilla tastes like. It tastes like a real tortilla. Well, remember also when we made those, we made those carnitas a couple weeks, like oh a couple months gosh, ago. Yes. And I had bought those like street tacos. They were just by like Mission or something. Yeah. They weren't some special, but they were street tacos. They were like super thin. Yes. But which is fine by me. I don't need a lot. Like when they give you street tacos with like double tortilla, yeah. I always just eat Peel one, one off, anyway because yeah. I don't want all that. 
Those were really good. They didn't taste diety. And I no. want to say, wasn't it like two for a point or something? I or think it they, was. It was like super low points. They were like 25 calories each or something. Yeah. So those standing so in the tortilla aisle and scanning some of those tortillas and trying some of those low point ones, um, you'd be surprised. They're not as bad as you would think they would be. So Yeah. Oh, I'll have to try those. Very good. Um, all right. We will never get through these questions. <laughs> Does Laura have siblings? I do not. This was a question that Steph got. Um, I have not talked about any siblings because I'm an only child. She is an only child. So, um, yeah, it, I remember like as a kid being like super jealous of like people. And I, as I've gotten older, like I've still been like, sad. like I see my re- relationship, like my friends and their relationships with their siblings and things like that. And I've been, I like sometimes like, oh, I, that kind of sucks. But then it was like, I feel like my relationship with my parents is what it is because I'm an only child. Exactly. Like we just have a very different, very special relationship. I found myself like clinging to certain friends and their families. And I think of them as my siblings. And you I have think a lot of close cousins too. And that was, and then my cousins, like I've always been very close. I have a huge family. So that was the only other thing I was always like, if I ever like had kids, like I couldn't be with somebody who's an only child because our kids would have no aunts, no <laughs> uncles, no cousins. Like my dad's one of nine. Like I had a so lot of aunts and uncles, a lot of cousins. My mom has one brother. I have a couple cousins on her side even, but it's just like, yeah, I'm, I have a lot of cousins I'm very close with. And so they've kind of filled some of that role for me. Um, but yeah, nope, no, no brothers or sisters for me. Well, spoiled only child you are. <laughs> And I was spoiled. <laughs> I guess I still am in some sense. I don't know. Um, next question we got. Steph, was there a stepson in your previous marriage? I thought so. Then I wasn't sure if I was thinking of someone else. So, yes, there was. I did have a stepson. Um, I do miss him a lot. He's a teenager. Um, and the relationship is just, I mean, you know, with divorce, it's nowhere near the same. That was probably one of, like, the biggest reasons, like, that I didn't leave sooner, honestly, was my relationship with him. Like, we were very, very close, and... And he's, what, he's, like, what, 17 now? He's 17. So he's, like, oh, I'm fine. Like, he's, like, he's not out trying to, like... No, and, and, you know, like, leaving during COVID, when nobody, I mean... Both Joey, as far as I know, and my stepson's mom were, like, very careful with COVID everything. So Uh even when I came home, it was, like, awkward seeing him. I have talked to him a couple times, only a couple times, which is so weird. Yeah. Um, But I do, you know, anytime I I do talk to Joey, it's usually, (laughs) you know, how's he doing? Like, I always ask those kind of questions. So I don't know. Like, whatever the future holds, hopefully that relationship will be, like, brought together in some form. You know, I'm, I'm still really close with... Joey's sister, one of his mm-hmm. sisters. And so I'm like hoping maybe someday through that, like we can reconnect or whatever. But I think between um, COVID and just divorce and him obviously taking his dad's side, um, his mom, um, <laughs> like I, I, I think she it's was, I think she was thrilled I was gone. And there were always things that said to him from, from her on her side. So I think he has like a lot of like outside influence on how he feels. And and when I did leave, it was like, yay, she's gone kind of thing. Even though we got like, we got along, but there was always like this behind the scenes type thing. Um, so I just think like, it's been a weird year for me. It's been a weird year for Joey. It's had to have been a weird year for him, you know, being pulled out of school and home all the time and with your parents and can't see your friends and, you know, and then your stepmom leaves. So I, I think it was a lot for him too. And I'm just like holding on to hope that in someday that can be something again. But for now, I'm just, I check in with Joey and see how he's doing when I can. And I, it's kind of all I can do. Yeah. I don't really have much of a say in it other than that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of stepson, then next question Are y'all wanting children and how does that fit with dating? Oh my gosh, I guess I'll go first, just spinning from that. <laughs> um, so I feel like I did always want kids. And Joey and I, when we were first together, we're like, yes, we want kids. But I didn't, I never wanted kids young. Like I wanted, like, well, first of all, we had my stepson. So we did for 50% of the time have a child we were raising. But like, I didn't want like babies young. Like I wanted yeah. to like enjoy my youth. And then so we, I had always told Joey, like when I turned 30, because Joey was older than me. Yeah. 
And then I turned 30 and that was, you know, that was only three years before I left. And I was already kind of feeling like just with where Joey and I were in our relationship and then also watching things that had happened in the way that he co-parented with my stepson's mom. Mm -hmm. And I would say most of it was not on him. It was on her. But the way that they co-parented was just nasty. Yeah. And I was like, I can't picture myself having kids with somebody that I'm not like 100% sure that this is a forever thing. And then thinking about having to co-parent after I've watched him co-parent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, okay, well, if he's going to treat me that same way. Exactly. And I was just like, I can't, like, I couldn't do it. So I came to a point where I was like kind of turned off to the idea for a while. And I think like right now I'm not like, it's not like 100% a yes thing or 100% a no thing. I'm just like, it just depends on like who I end up with and if that's something they want, if that's something we see together. And I'm not like, I'm not super set on it one way or another. Okay. I mean, I think mine has definitely been a huge wave of change for me over the years. So like my whole life, like all I wanted was to be a mom. Like that was just like, I wanted to have like two, three kids. Like that was just like all I ever wanted. Got married, like couldn't wait to have kids. Like, And same thing, we, like, wanted to wait a few years, and then um, we kind of just kept, like, life just kind of starts flying by, and you're just, like, people ask you and stuff, and it was just, like, we were traveling and doing things, and it just wasn't, like, on the radar, and then probably around when I was, like, around 29 or so, we started, like, more actively talking about it, and then I found out he was cheating on me. So thank God every single day that I didn't get pregnant. Um So, yeah, we obviously never had a kid. And then after that, I was the girl, like, on dating sites where it was, like, not the first question I'd ask, but it was always, like, early on. I would be, like, basically, like, do you want kids? Because if you don't, like, there's no point in us, like, wasting our time. Like, kids were all, like, a huge, very important thing to me for, like, a very long time. And I would say, okay, Jeff and I have been together three years. I would say only in the last four, four and a half years. I was just like, I kind of like, don't think I want kids anymore. Like, I just don't know. And I just, and it's one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like anytime I've had like a puppy or anything like that, it's like, <laughs> I know I would be obsessed with it. So if, yes. a ki- if I had a kid tomorrow, it would be my entire world. I would be obsessed with being a parent. I would love it. But I also know I'm a very selfish person. Yep. And like, I'm living my best life right now. Like you and Jeff have so much fun. Tomorrow I wanted to go to Vegas. I could. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to call my boss first. (laughs) (laughs) We're working remote. I can do whatever I want. And I can you tell I'm craving Vegas? I've already brought it up (laughs) twice this episode. I'm just like, well, somebody go to Vegas with me. Um But it's like I just feel like I kind of love having the money, having the freedom. Being able to go anywhere, do anything, and, like, not have that, like, other human to worry about. But at the same time, I do always have that feeling, like, am I missing out by not having a family? Like, how could I go from wanting this so bad where now I'm, like, well, I have zero. Like, when I see friend, my friends with kids or I see people online, I'm, like, and I think that the looks age, like it's hard. <laughs> I think the age that we are both at, too, being, you're 36, right? Yeah. So 36 and 34, I think, like we're at that age where like you kind of do have to like really figure out and that's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress to like oh my god like I I have to the biggest side it's just like (laughs) stressed me out and that's like oh my god it's like the worst part of being a woman I think is just like we have to figure it out so quickly in our lives when men can they have their entire lives to figure out they can be Freaking so, 65 years old and, and have a kid. And we have to figure it out by the time we're, you know, 30. before we're 40. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, even in your, in your 30s, you could have. Like, I'm already, like, things are so much, so already so questionable for me. Like, yeah. being 36. It's already, like, I'm already, like, pushing that, like, and it's, I don't, can I even have kids? Like, I'm getting to this point where it's, like, I don't even know if I can have kids, what kind of troubles I would have. Like, because exactly. I'm, like. Because, like, if you've so never I tried, don't know. you don't know. So, it's, Yeah. So I'm just very, and it's like, Jeff and I have like a large age, like a largish age difference. He just turned 44. Yeah, 40. He just turned 44. And so it's like, I, I'm like, and that's the thing. So I've always, like, Jeff 
always wanted kids. Like, that was always his thing. I definitely think he, like, if it was up to him today, he still would want kids. And he knows that, like, I'm not a huge fan of it. He's like, but if Jeff told me, like, no, I want to have a kid, I would 100% say, okay. Right. Like, I would be all in for that. But at the same time, you're 44 and I'm 36. Like Exactly. Are we doing this tomorrow? Because, and it's like, I don't even see us doing this, like, in the next year or two. And it's like, what? Like, I mean, that's just not, like, I just don't see that being, like, in our life right now. It's hard. And so I'm like, but it has to, if this is, like, something serious, like, sorry, but that's kind of something we need to, like, Like, unfortunately, there is a ticking time bomb for women. I mean, you don't, do you really want to be, like, in your 60s when your kid's graduating high school? Like. It's just, like, at what point, like, is it, like, okay, well, our time is ticking and, like... Well, and most people don't have the money and the access to doctors and procedures, like, Janet Jackson has, where you yeah. can have a child Janet. at 50. I know. Not that, like, I don't even think I would ever want to have a oh baby at 50, but no. I'm, like, not everybody has access to those kind of, like... Like, most people are, like, this is the age you can do it, if you're even... For, like you said, like... If you've never tried to have a child, which it doesn't sound like you or I both have ever actively tried like, yeah. to do that, like, we don't know. Like, you know, you hear about women all the time that struggle with this, and you don't know until you try. And if you're going to try, you better be in a place where, like, you really want, you don't just try for fun. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like, you better really, like, know that's what you want. So until you know that's what you really want and really try, it's, you know, anything can happen. And it's hard, too. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, because that's, and that's the thing, too, is it's, like, it's definitely, like, not, like, where, so when I was younger, I always, like, my parents were the older parents of my friends. Like, my parents were, like, in no means, like, but my parents were, like, your age when, my mom, I think, was 34 when she had me. I'm pretty sure my mom was, too. Oh, really? Yeah. But that wasn't common. Like, all my friends, I remember, like, all my friends' parents, like, had them in, like, their early or low 20s, as you like to say. (laughs) In your early mid twenties and things exactly. like that, but that's not co- like our generation now is having kids in their thirties. Like yeah. it is way more common. Like these mid thirty, late thirties, like so People are it's setting not, up their careers and living 100%. life first, and then doing kids. So for me to have a kid now, great, but I just don't see that. It's not like we're trying, and it's not like we're gonna have a kid right now. So yeah. it's like okay, but Jeff's gonna I, come home tonight, and you're gonna be like, "Are we doing this? Or are we not?" <laughs> I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to do it. (laughs) So that's a thing is it's like, like I said, I have, I go very up and down. I've been very much breaking my mom's heart for the last four or five years telling her because all my mom wants is like grow a baby. And you can tell like, she'll like every time she knows she's going to see like Charlotte and Harrison, she'll like bring them a little something. Charlotte and Harrison is my niece and nephew. Because it's just like, she's like, oh, this might be the closest thing to a grandkid I'm going to get if it's going to be Jeff's brother's kids. <laughs> I'll be her, their second grandma or third grandma. Oh, my God. So I'm just like, I definitely, I would do it. I'm open to it. But if it never happened for me, that's cool, too. <laughs> that's kind of where I am. Like, I'm just, I'm just like, I don't even know what my future holds at this point. So I'm kind of like... I don't really have an opinion either way, and it'll depend heavily on, like, who I end up with in the future and what that, like, yeah. looks like, so. Um, all right, next question was, all right, I'm losing my spot. <laughs> uh, what was the routine like when you lost all of your weight? Well, first of all. <laughs> neither of us have lost all our weight. <laughs> I'm not sure if you Second of all, us. neither of us have lost all our weight. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm. I'm, like, assuming similar to how it looks when you're losing it. Yeah. As I said, like, in one of the earlier questions, like, weight, like, having a normal, like, body, like, healthy body weight isn't something that's ever going to be an easy thing for me. I will have to work at keeping a healthy body weight my entire life. So my routine is pretty much going to look... The same. It's yeah, going to be mean, a lot of ups and downs. This is not going to be the last time I lose weight. I'm sure there's going to be those times. So I just, I think. And I think the majority of us know that weight is a lot easier to put on than it is to take off. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> so for that exact 
fact, um, it is something that I think, you know, whether you do WW your whole life or you switch to calorie counting or you switch to any, any of the other things, like I think for someone that struggles with weight and knowing how easy it is to put it on, but how hard it is to take it off, like, yes, you mentally would have to do something to ensure that you're not like, woo, it's gone. Now it's a party the rest of my life because it'll come back quicker than, you know, so. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Will you have Mr. Boss moves on an upcoming episode? <laughs> um, this would be a very awkward conversation to have right now. Like, hey, you want to come on my podcast? Oh, my um, God. I guess we can keep it in mind in the future. What but how, we... I mean, it would be really fun surprise if one day he just... <laughs> can you imagine? We're like, this week's guest, Mr. Boss moves. I'm going to have to feel him out about this. Okay? He's going to be we'll like, give, uh... We'll give him a few months. <laughs> But that would be funny. <laughs> People want to meet Mr. Boss Moves so bad. Um, how do you stay on track with WW with all of these dates and outings? One outing for me and my points are gone. So I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, I like I haven't. Like, but I it have, is a doable thing. It's a doable thing. Yes. And Laura has more experience in the doable part of do- datings than I do. Like, I, it's not even just dating right now. It's just where I am in life, like being single for the first time in so many years and just all of my time is spent with my friends right now. And it's like, this person wants to do something and then this person wants to stop by. And then it's just, my life is kind of just like in the air. And like I mentioned, I think in the last episode, like some of that responsibility has to come back on me and like, I can still do those things, but like the choices I make while doing those things, Like, for example, tonight, like normally on a Tuesday night, we would be at one of our favorite um, breweries at 1880. It's called 1886. And we had talked about, like, where do we want to go for dinner before? And we're like, let's do sushi. So were we necessarily 100% on track at sushi? No, but it was also a lot better getting a diet in the water. Yeah. Yeah. And sushi than going and getting beers and cocktails and all the I mean, one time we went, yeah, we shared like a pastrami sandwich and a (laughs) beef dip or something and that's the thing too I think honestly one of the biggest I know you're not you're not wanting to do this but I'm saying if there was somebody who wanted to do WW and was really like actively going out a lot I think the green the green plan is definitely for you because you have that flexibility with your points I think when you know you're going out plan 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 like if you like that's when you know okay I need to be heavy on the zero point foods What are like bulky meals I can have for breakfast and lunch that can be super low points. So I have all these points for dinner. Exactly. Um, Because, yeah, I mean, I lost my hundred pounds dating nonstop. Like I was going out with friends and I was dating all the time. I wasn't home on weekends. I was drinking wine on weekends. Like I was doing, I was working the program, but I was making it work for what I was doing. And I lost 100 pounds doing that. So it is possible. You just have to plan. Plan. And I think a lot of it comes down to what I haven't had lately, which is like self-control and being responsible for your own choices. Like not having just an ethic attitude about where you're at, unless that's really, sometimes you are just there. And sometimes it's okay to be there for a little bit to just be like, I don't really care right now. I'm just doing me and having fun. As long as that attitude of like I'm not obsessed with weight loss right now doesn't mean sabotage mm-hmm. because it doesn't have to be one of, it doesn't have to be sabotage or obsessed with weight loss you can't have a more like happy in the middle point but at some point you do get to a point where you're like no I really do have to try again so I have you know coming back from DC I have been trying a little bit harder but I I just know I'm never going to be like your poster child for tracking and doing everything yeah. perfect and I'm not going to be a speed success weight loss story like it's just gonna it's gonna work into my life and however long that takes and what that looks like is and you know what based on tons of messages I get personally I'm sure you get similar messages and I know we've gotten it on our one page too is like one of the things people love about us is we're like super real and transparent we're not like sugarcoating this shit's hard we're not perfect at it exactly we don't claim to be we share our ups we share our downs and we Sherwin, we're not really doing that great. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's what we do. Next question. <laughs> I really should be better at keeping track. Okay, I thought this was an interesting question. When you swipe for online dating, do you only swipe who you're attracted to? 
Do you swipe people that you personally think are out of your league or that you wouldn't think you're their type? So when I was swiping on the dating apps, I would say I'm trying to like read this question. So attraction's a big thing. That's the first, even if you didn't read anything else, I don't see myself. Did you ever sw- just swipe looking at pictures or did you always read their profile? I feel like most of the time I read their profile. Okay. Because I, as much as a f- being physically attracted to somebody is important, like I would never like read a profile and be like, I'm so into this person and then be just not physically attracted at all. Yeah. That's really hard. There has to be some physical attraction. But I would say as long as there's some physical attraction, I get to like the questions that they answer or whatever. And that's more meaningful to me. It's like, um, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun? What do you do for work? When you look at like the things that are like, do you have kids? Because I'm like, I don't, I've been a stepmom. I don't want to be a stepmom again. I don't want to do the co-parenting thing with somebody else's kid. So that's like a no for me. That's a hard mm-hmm. no. I'm not dating somebody with um, kids. Um, I'm not dating somebody that smokes. I'm not dating somebody that's unemployed. Like, so there are things like key things that I look for, mm-hmm. um, when I do go in. And I think that, I don't know about the out of my league. Like, I feel like that's Like when weird. you would look at, like, just by looking at somebody like picture, would you like, if they look like, like a model or something? Yeah. Cause I know I definitely like when I would be swiping in the apps, like I would totally like, well, one, I'm just not attracted to that, like over the top. LA guy. Yeah, like the yeah, model type or the like total like beefy like no. workout. Like, so that's not really. So I guess it didn't matter. I didn't think twice about it. But I definitely did see a guy that was like, I found super attractive, super good looking. I read their bio. They like seem like a super good catch. And then I would be like, do I even want to swipe? I was like, like, are they totally like going to be like, oh, this chick's not. But then I'm kind of like, they don't know I swiped. If they swipe too, then they know. And then great, we both swiped. But I definitely would get in my head about like not thinking I was good enough for somebody or something like that. And I'm like, see, I feel, F like, that. I feel like for me, the like out of your league or like I'm not their type or I'm not good enough is more of like lifestyle stuff almost uh-huh. than looks like. Like you said, like, the typical, like, L.A. look of, like, you're a model, an actor, or whatever. Like, I'm, like, it's gross. Their pictures look like they were taken by a professional. It's, uh, it's like, no, I'm not into that anyways. Um, I wonder if a lot of places have that as well. <laughs> but it can be intimidating to come across. Let's just say I come across somebody that's a world traveler, and they've traveled to 17 different countries, and I'm, like, I've been to three. Like, yeah. that can be intimidating to be, like, oh, my God, they have so much more, like, worldly experience than I do. Like, that kind of intimidates me sometimes. And then... Like, the work... I'm also not attracted to the beefy workout guys. Yeah. But if you did come across... Like, some people's pages are like, um, I'm looking for a girl that loves to exercise and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, well, I like to exercise. I don't love it. I but like I to do like it. I don't want, like, our life to, to be us hanging out in yeah, the gym together. and I also don't... It's that, but I also don't want it to be, like, to date somebody where... It's clearly what's important to me is like my life and having fun and and being healthy is important. And I work hard usually at doing that. But I don't want to be with somebody that like their whole world is like meal prep and gym and gym at night and da da da. It's like, oh, those are two different lifestyles. This could be just me getting in my head because like I was always like so concerned with like my weight and how I was perceived as being like a fat girl online dating. But it was always just like. When I saw that, I thought that was their nice way of saying, like, you better be, like, fit. Like, like, I'm not interested in you if you're not, like, fit and, like, work out. Not that that was their life and they want, like, somebody that wants to do that, too. But I just basically, like, if a guy was saying, like, I want someone who wants to work out, it's... A hundred percent. Like, and that's how I took it. And whether it was, I'm sure there, I'm sure it's said in both and there probably Wait. are guys like that. But for me, I almost take it as like a, I'm glad they put that. Like if, if exercise and being in the gym and fitness is that important to them, then our lifestyles aren't going to work yeah. in a relationship anyways. Yeah. I don't spend my life in a gym. I don't spend every weekend meal prepping and obsessing over what I eat and getting bulky and running marathons and doing all Ugh. these CrossFit <laughs> things. It's like, so uh, right off the bat, when they say something like that and they let you know that a part of their lifestyle that's super important to them is living in a gym and fitness. Like I already know our lifestyles aren't going to match up. So no matter how physically attracted you I am or how many other boxes you check, like 
that alone, I'm never going to be a girl that wants to live in a gym. So that alone tells me, thank you for letting me know that is your lifestyle. We have different lifestyles and I can just like move on right from there. Yep. Any plans for future guests? We do. (laughs) We have a few guests. I would say three lined Um, up in the next few months. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been some people we've like talked to. I know like we've mentioned Taylor, um, Anthony from the WW Bro podcast yes. and on Instagram he goes by comic Anthony D. Um, we definitely plan on having him on in the next like month or two. Um, the, yeah, there's been a few people we've talked to. I think our kind of our I mean obviously we don't have like a set schedule by any means, but I think we're kind of going for like a guest every two months or so. Yeah, I would say not too heavy on the guest just because we have so much fun just bringing like our girl talk like to the podcast each week like that's where we really have the most fun but there are so many people that we love that we know like other people love and we're like we're really trying to find those people that we connect with already Mm -hmm. um where like bringing them on the podcast would just bring like a really natural just like fun conversation yeah um so we do have a few that we've been talking with that we have like kind of lined up like through basically the summer and um so yeah we'll hope we'll announce some more of those as I don't want to because I feel like I don't want to say one and then it doesn't work out through. or something. So, yeah, there's a couple other ones we kind of talked to, but um, yeah. So, we do have plans with guests, just probably won't be too often. I don't know how much people love guests or not, but we will be having more people on. Yes. Um, and then the last question when are you going to have merch? I want a WOM shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was from this- Ashley. <laughs> ah, we love Ashley. Um, I actually have a t-shirt connection. Shout out to Kyle if you're listening. I don't know if Kyle listens or not. I think he does. Um, Maybe what I'll do, I'll talk to him and I'll see how we can make this work. But like, obviously, I don't want to open up like a merch store by any means. We're not in that stage yet. Maybe one day. (laughs) But maybe I'll have him come up with some cute design. We'll take some orders and then order like one batch. So like anybody who orders one, put your order in, put your order in and like that's it. And then, and then we'll do it again later. When we get it, we'll ship them out and we'll do that. Yes. That would be fun. So if we do something like that, I'll post it on Instagram and Facebook and we'll mention it on the podcast, but no promises, but it'd be fun. I want a shirt or a hoodie or something. Thanks Ash. (laughs) Um, I think that's all our questions we're going to do this week. That was fun, though. That was so much fun. Can you we, guys all think of more questions? Because yeah, I feel like is, we've been asking and everybody was quiet. We and finally sometimes got some we're people like, what, what should our topic be this week? And we're like, what do you want us to talk about? Like, yeah. don't be shy. Let us know. So for sure, answer those little boxes when we ask and we will get any of the topics. And if it's like a bigger topic that you want us to talk about, please send us a DM on Instagram. Post it in the Facebook group. Do like... Let us know. We want to talk about And for what those you guys of you that already about. have given us topics, we promise those are coming. We yeah. have a running list. Um, I know a couple of you have mentioned like wanting a topic on, you know, friendships in your 30s and things yeah. like like those are coming. We have not forgotten about you. Yes. So, we do have a running list of things we want to talk about as well. Yeah. Some weeks are just like you're in a mood to talk about like something exactly. more than others. So, it's like we kind of have our list of ideas, but we we always want to be talking about what you guys want to to hear and it just can't be Mr. Boss moves up to dates all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but yeah, we appreciate everybody who sent us messages on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, uh, on me and Stephanie's Instagram and then also on the WAM Insta. So, but with that being said, it is time for flavor of the week. I like how that's become like your little, like you say it the same. We already know how to say it. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Steph. What's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is my dry shampoo. So sometimes flavor of the week is like a struggle. You're like, I love so many things. How do I pick one thing? Um, But my dry shampoo is my obsession. It is the Not Your Mother's brand Clean Freak Tapioca dry shampoo. So the Not Your Mother's brand has two Clean Freak dry shampoos. They have the regular Clean Freak and then they have the tapioca one. The tapioca one smells like like cupcakes. Like it smells so good. Like... (laughs) So it's, I'm like a smell person. Like the yeah, brands are the coconut. When I used to use the Not Your Mother's Dry Shampoo, mine smelled like coconut. Oh my God. So even like the bronzer that I had shared a few weeks ago, like I'm like a smell person. Like uh-huh. and it smells like 
delicious. I love it. So I love this dry shampoo. It works wonders for me. Um, before I bought it, I did read through reviews and it sounded like um, maybe it's not the top choice for people with darker hair. Okay. Um, it sounded like, you know, like with dry shampoo, you just like see it. So it sounded like that. So I don't know. It's un it's around $5, I think, less at Target. Um, it's worth a try for that price. I love it. I don't have dry dark hair, so I can't verify whether or not it's good or not good for um, dark hair. But I've used so many dry shampoos before, and even on my light hair, sometimes it makes my hair look white or like gray at the roots. And this does not do it. It smells amazing. It works great. The bottle like lasts forever. Like mm -hmm. I spray it in my hair, even when my hair is clean. I like spray it in my hair yeah I do so I've learned like I put dry shampoo straight off the bat when my hair is like fresh blow dried I put dry shampoo in it because it already starts like mm -hmm. helping it. um and yeah because I've I have dark oily hair I only wash my hair every like five-ish days so dry shampoo when that came when I discovered dry shampoo I feel like it became popular probably oh. 10 years ago or something <laughs> I was like I don't know what dry shampoo is but this is like the best and um it's been a lot of trial and error. Yep. My two favorites are Batiste and Dry Bar. Okay. Um, depending on how much I want to spend, because Batiste is around six Those to are seven. Very big dry bar is like twenty-two, but it works so good. And same thing, it smells freaking amazing. And um, but yeah, it does the whole white thing, but you just have to know how to like work it into your yeah. hair and stuff. But it like it gives your hair good texture, gives it like, I don't know. I just and it's I feel like dry shampoo is like kind of a hit or miss for everybody's hair types different. Exactly. And um, it's honestly helped me. So during quarantine and COVID this last year, like I've wanted to train my hair so that I don't have to wash it every day. Cause the longest I could go was every other day. And the second day was like, it's going in a bun. Uh -huh. Like I, I couldn't really like style it for more than a day at a time. So I kind of took some time this last year since I was home to like start training my hair. And uh -huh. It's hard to do because your hair does not look great for a while. No, <laughs> you but know, it's totally possible. Like training your hair is totally it's, a thing. It's been possible. Like yeah. I go minimum every other day now. I do not wash my hair two days in a row, but usually I'll go three days. Like I'll usually do like straight the first day, straight the second day and then curled the third day or I'll do like straight the first day curled and then either it'll look curl cute curled the next day or I'll like put it in some kind of cute like yeah. ponytail curled or whatever but it is possible to train your hair it takes work for the first I don't know a couple weeks or whatever like your hair is not gonna look great every day just dry shampoo the hell out of it your hair like hair is like it feels weird is that normal to say that hair is smart no hair is trainable <laughs> Hair will, hair will adjust to what you do. So like Laura said, she only washes her hair once or twice a week. Like your hair adjusts. Laura's hair never looks bad ever. <laughs> so uh, by day five, it's usually up and looking pretty greasy. But. <laughs> so mine used to look greasy and gross all the time because I would wash it every day. So yeah, if I didn't wash I it refuse. every day, it was like, ew, it's gross. And now work. it's so much. Now that I've like trained it to go, you know, two to three days in between washes, like it's trained. It's used to yeah. how it's like, used to how often I wash my hair. I'm now. on day. Th I wash Saturday night, so I'm on like day three right now. And your hair looks so good. But tomorrow it'll probably go either half up or it'll be my first day. I don't have anything going on, so I'll usually like, by day like four or five. Like it's going just up depends on your schedule. Yep. Yep. Um. Oh, my flavor of the week. <laughs> I was like, are we done? Nope. You have to say the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down so I knew the name. I, I actually didn't write down the whole thing. I cut part of it out. But it is the GE Profile Opal 2.0 Nugget Ice Maker with, with Wi-Fi. Wi <laughs> okay, you guys. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll be like, why are you mentioning this as your flavor the of the week, ice Laura? Ice Maker Saga. I have been posting in my stories nonstop for the past 72 hours over this stupid ice maker. If you follow influencers like I do, I have like a bunch of influencers I follow I feel like there's been tons of them that have been giving these away as giveaway items and I saw them I was like oh my god I want this and I like because it makes the nugget ice that you get from like Chick-fil-a yes. Sonic like the, the crunchy ice that everybody loves and I was like I need this like in my life like I love that ice and then I went and I was like oh that thing's expensive never mind <laughs> um this weekend Jeff surprised me. He ordered one. It was like the best surprise. Aww. And immediately we're like, 
we're probably going to send this back. <laughs> but now I've had crunchy ice for three days. It's going to be hard to send and back. And it's the best. And I've, so the issues have been, it's loud when it's making ice. However, it makes ice freaking fast. Like that whole tub is like filled up So you in an can hour. easily make ice and shut it off. Correct. Well, that's what I think I'm learning now. I think okay. when I went to look up the name so I could give the exact name, I was like, wait, this has Wi-Fi? Why does it have Wi-Fi? And then I'm seeing that you can control like when it makes ice on your phone and stuff. So I'm like, smart. oh, well, that's better. It's not going to be making ice while I'm trying to watch Kardashians. We're keeping it. So I'm learning. Maybe we just don't know enough about this yet. Yes. And I've been obsessed with the ice that I've been drinking. I've been drinking so much more water the last couple days. That's a plus. Just because I've had my crunchy ice. It's amazing. I don't know. I'm. We said we were going to give it like a couple weeks. Like, let's make sure we use it a lot. Let's and see. use all the features to like really. Make and that's sure the thing. Now I'm it. like, okay, we really need to watch some YouTube videos. I need to really go and research it better because we just basically set it up and started like being annoyed with it. Yes. And now I'm learning a little bit more. So, and I haven't even posted any updates on Instagram. So <laughs> if anybody's like listening to this right now, they're like. Dear God, she was saying how much she hated it, like, yesterday. <laughs> um, well, actually, probably by the time this airs next you week, I'll have already a made a decision. <laughs> yeah, we said we are going to give it one to two weeks, so, um, but honestly, it's I feel awesome. like you should make a story highlight on your page for this, so that if anybody missed your stories or starts following you after this episode, and they're like, what do you mean your ice saga? What were you talking about? That they can go watch that highlight yeah. and see like all your thoughts throughout the whole process with the ice saga. Yeah, because it was like definitely a roller coaster. Like it was like, oh my God, I got the nugget ice maker. And then we set it up. And then I was like, oh, I don't like that it does this. I don't like that it does this. Ooh, but I love this ice. Ooh, but I love exactly. this. Like, and so it's definitely been lots of ups and downs. I've felt very bipolar about like my feelings on it. Um, and, but if you ask me today, I'm like, no, I want to keep it. <laughs> So that's why it's my favorite thing. Love it. Um, I understand it's like a ridiculous, like expensive luxury item. It's not. But that's why I really want to like test it out and why I'm sharing. Because so many people were messaging me and were like, I need to know if it's worth the money. I need to know if it's worth the money. And so that's why I'm like sharing the things I like and don't like about it. So I feel like I want to give a very good. So it's my favorite flavor of the week this week. Might not be in two weeks. I don't know. But but follow make, me on make, Instagram. Make that story highlight so we can keep yes. up to date on all your updates with this with this machine so, with the GE Profile if, Opal 2.0 Nugget so, Ice Maker. <laughs> so maybe by the time this airs, if it's not my favorite thing anymore, my favorite or my flavor of the week will just be Nugget Ice. Yeah, you're like Chick Fil A ice. That's my flavor of the week. Um, just crunchy Nugget Ice is the best. It is so good. Um, but yeah, so that's my flavor of the week. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this kind of long episode today. <laughs> just a reminder, come join in on the fun in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. There's a few fun, <laughs> few hundred of us in there and we're, we talk a lot of stupid stuff and it's fun. So links to all of our social media, you can find it in our um, details as well as the flavor of the week. You can find all of the links for those of you who listen on Apple or iTunes. Thank you for your patience with all of the Apple yes. drama. Oh my gosh. This last couple weeks. I know a lot of you weren't getting our episodes, but I think according to Apple, the issue has been fixed. So you can catch I have, up. I have the episodes back. So hopefully everybody's good to go now. Um, but yeah, if you do listen on Apple and you haven't reviewed us yet, why not? If you love us, Help us out. We love you. Give us a review. Um, five star ratings we love. We love reviews even more. Yes. The five stars are great. But like if you actually write a review, it's great. And we'll probably share it on our social media. We love it. Um, but yeah, the more you review, the more it helps us spread the great word of Wine Over Matter podcast. So help us out. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, give us a follow on Instagram at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>